Welcome to Box Cutters episode 16. The Sweet last. 16 never been kissed. It's a fact. The show has never been kissed. I've never kissed the show. <laughs> Who's kissed this show? No one. This is the last Box Cutters for the year. We'll be back next year. Thanks very much for listening. See you later. I do that every week. <laughs> I'm just going to play that out until it goes. Ah, this week, we've got... Our lists, because it's the last show of the year, we're going to be doing lists, and well, you'll, you'll hear lists have, from... Have we got lists? Most of us have got lists. Mo- yeah, yeah. So, some of us have got lists. <laughs> I've got items in categories. <laughs> right. And, and, and items in categories. <laughs> well, you'll hear, you'll hear lists from myself, Josh Canal. You'll also hear a list from Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And you'll hear items in categories from Brett Cropley. <laughs> Evening, viewers. <laughs> it's been a great year for TV. I, you know, I think <laughs> we celebrated the 50th anniversary or the 49th anniversary or the 100 years of television. That's what we had this year. 100 years so, of television. It's like that great quote from Melissa George when she was on that ABC documentary and she's saying it's, it's just television. It's been that way for hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has. It has, you know, and what's amazing, Lucille Ball's still going. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All of these lies and more coming up later on in Box Cutters. We will be going through the highlights and lowlights. And, oh, believe me, there were definitely some lowlights this year uh, through the rest of Box Cutters. But, as always, we're going to kick it off with some news. And now for the news. Big news this week. For Channel 9 and Channel 10, last week, I think we broke the story that uh, 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 Tracy Cura, is that who's doing it? Grimshaw. Grimshaw. Her, Tracy Grimshaw, leaving today, going to take over a current affair, mm-hmm. uh, which was announced after we, uh, we, we finished recording Box Cutters last week. And we also announced that somebody else was going to have to take over Tracy Grimshaw's role on today, mm-hmm. Jessica Rowe. We didn't have that scoop. We didn't have that scoop. I did have that scoop, but I had that on Sunday. And uh, we record the show on Thursdays. So, yeah, that's what you get. Them's the breaks. Jessica Rowe from Channel 10 News, the very, very skinny and scarecrow-like Jessica Rowe, will be gracing our televisions in the morning. That was announced. I, I did see something that perhaps contradicted that, which was uh, in, in her contract with Channel 10, uh, she has an item saying that she can't work for... Anyone else for six months oh, okay. after leaving the channel? Oh. That that is interesting. Mm. Let, let me just read through this press release and okay. see if I can find anything about it. Mm-hmm. Talk amongst yourselves. This is the Channel Nine press release. The yes. press release from the publicists at the Nine Network, and uh, it says about any Channel Ten contracts. <laughs> it, <laughs> it says at nothing. All. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's all go 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 go. <laughs> I guess they'll buy Bro- it out. Rowe, who for the past decade has anchored Channel 10's Evening News, will co-host Nine's breakfast program today, which in 2006 enters its 25th year. Wait a minute. Now, did Channel 10 have an (laughs) Evening News for 10 years? Uh, 10 years. (laughs) Anchored. Of course, Sandra Sully never anchored the Evening News on Channel 10. I don't... Sandra Sully had it for like six years she was doing the Evening News. 
Maybe it's talking about like the anchoring late... it for Good Friday and Christmas Day. Oh, well, for yeah. For 10 years. Yeah, well, Perhaps. you know. That's, that's about the only day that Channel 10 have news. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, is that, that how it works? Is Channel, uh, Channel 9 going to revamp today at all? Because it's been uh, drowning very no, much well, in the ratings. So. They're keeping the guy that no one likes. Carl yeah. Stefanovic. Stefanovic. And, okay. uh, yeah, they're keeping him. There's, there's a letter in the Green Guard today going, Channel 9, you don't know what's going on. The show doesn't need Jessica Rowe. It just doesn't need Carl Stefanovic. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, so, yeah, it's an interesting situation. I'm a little bit lost. What happened to, to Alert But Not Alarmed, dude? Oh, he, Steve uh, uh, Lieberman. Yeah. He, quote, quit, end quote. Did he? When was that? He, he was pushed with a yeah. major hand. Pretty, uh, pretty soon after the... Because he'd be, sold out to the government? Or? Yeah, pretty soon after that, the, he lost favour with the viewers, apparently. He, he was the first to go when, uh, when Sunrise started taking the viewers. Because he was no competition for Kochi. Kochi. Whatever. <laughs> no competition Cocky. for him. Let's face it. Nobody's in a competition for Kochi. He's in a league of his own. Yeah, I don't know what league that is, <laughs> but clearly it's of his own. And interesting for a guy that, that started off doing the finance report. Finance report, yeah. 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 And then remember, remember when Kochi did that show about how my family saves a budget? It was a Channel, Channel 7 show called something like My Family's Budget. <laughs> Short-lived. Australia's but... best budget. Yeah. <laughs> Budgets. We love them. Over the last uh, week, there's been a couple of deaths. Uh, one which was notified to us by a loyal listener, who um, I think Josh might know. Lindell. Her name is Lindell. <clears throat> um, Hi, Lindell. Which was... Hi, Lindell. You can say hi as well, Ross. Oh, maybe later. All right, sure. Good, good to <laughs> see you again. Um, Donnie Carroll, 39, who was known as Donkey, uh, who... That, that comes from his name, Donnie Carroll, Donkey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... You know, the character? It's not obvious from just hearing it. Turtle from uh, Entourage uh, was based upon... Um, collapsed in his fiance's arms on Sunday night, was rushed to the hospital, but died in the emergency room. From an um, asthma attack, yes, I understand. from an asthma attack. Yeah. Which is... Uh, Sucks. That, that does suck. And it's it's nowhere near as difficult for Entourage to continue without Donkey around. Because, of course, he was the real person who a fictional character was based on. It's a bit like if Kenny Kramer had died 10 years ago, Seinfeld wouldn't have had a problem. No. Could have continued on. Uh, unlike what's happened with The West Wing. <laughs> John Spencer. I, I saw this obituary in the age the other day and I thought, oh my God, what are the Blues Explosion going to do now? <laughs> it's spelt differently. It's the other John Spencer. <laughs> the John Spencer who played a dedicated politico on the West Wing who survived a serious illness to run for vice president on the show, not mm. in real life, died of a heart attack on Friday. Except he wasn't vice president on the show. No, no, he was... He was about to run for vice president. This is in series mate. six. Oh, in series six. Series six. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm still <laughs> halfway through series four. <laughs> John Spencer was uh, 58 when he died at an uh, LA hospital. Um, would have been 59 next week. He played Larry McGarry, chief of staff to President Jeb Bartlett, uh, through the first few seasons of the NBC series. And uh, he also uh, played a prominent role as a late entry into LA law. Yes. Uh, came in quite late, but then, you know, revamped the show just through his presence. He was, he was a great actor. Apparently kind of broke through with a role opposite Harrison Ford 
wasn't Patriot Games. It was one of those, you know, Tom Clancy type things. Oh, but, you know, okay. just a, another one of these great actors who appears out of nowhere uh, in his middle age and just blows everybody else on screen away. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on West Wing, he was far and away one of, one of the better performers, I'd, I'd have to say. And, and similarly in L.A. Law, you, you really got to see how everyone else had just been, you know, phoning it in. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a, you know, a sad loss to the industry. Um, the the obit that I read, I think, actually finished up saying he he's survived by no one, um, making no reference to his male partner that I read about just today. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, how very Darren Hinch of you. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting to see <laughs> how the West <laughs> how the West Wing uh, copes with uh, the storyline mm. because uh, he would have been quite a quite a prominent character. Uh, in the the election through there, we should actually uh, get to see the result of that uh, sometime in 2009, I think. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, saying to Josh earlier, though, I'm not sure the West Wing's going to make it past this year with the way it's rating in the States. Ah. So this could be the final yeah. year. So we'll just... We'll, well what have we had now? Way. We've had two two series since uh, Aaron... Was Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin. Stopped writing and, like, writing right up until they were shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there so, were there were concerns about it at that point. Well, but, uh, series five, you know, starts off being a real stinker because uh, it, it was very difficult for anybody to recreate that Aaron Sorkin style, mm-hmm. and it just started look, looking like another terribly boring NBC show. Mm. So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the West Wing. It's going to mm. be interesting. If you know, if I was them, I would just cut my losses and go. Well, that's it. We've lost the heart and soul of the show. Run it through to election night. Maybe just leave it hanging forever. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a great idea. Mm. Yeah, we should write for the West Wing. Yeah, <laughs> someone quick call NBC. <laughs> um, we're the team that you can bring in to, to kill off a show. <laughs> we'll do it for you. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about uh, Ren and Stimpy making its return to uh, Channel 9. Uh, did either of you watch it? No. no, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't either. And <laughs> a friend of mine was listening to the show, uh, Robert, and he decided to have a look at them. Oh, and, hey, Robert. And we were discussing whether they were the original John Kay episodes or not. Yep. And apparently, they were all new John Kay episodes. Mm-hmm. And the story goes something like this. Apparently, one of the uh, cartoon networks in the States in about 2002, decided not that... Nickelodeon? No, I'm not sure who it is, so I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> you can keep guessing, though. No. Well, no, no, Ni- Nickelodeon had the original Red It wasn't Nickelodeon. Yeah. Right. I'm I just think, I think it wasn't them, it was somebody else. <laughs> that's what, that's sure what I'm asking. That's, that's very curious. So, so how did Nick lose the rights? Uh, or sell the rights or whatever? I'm telling this story secondhand, so there might be a few holes in it. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I think it was TCN. Okay, which is uh, turn the cartoon, turn cartoon network, or, no, or, the, or the cartoon network, or the Queensland Channel Nine channel up there. Yep, one of them Appro- approached John Kay and said, "Do you want to make some more?" And he said, "Well, you know, I'm happy to, but they'll be raunchy and risque." And they said, "Oh, that's that's what they're after." Rock on. And so apparently, these new ones are the Ren and Stimpy adult party mix, and it's a mix of new Ren and Stimpies and old uncut Ren and Stimpies right. that they were showing. And I bet nobody can guess how this story's going to end. <laughs> they aired about three or four of them in the <laughs> States. Too raunchy! <laughs> and the whole thing got cut. So, what? Yeah, so thanks for Robert for that. Yeah, uh, thanks, Robert. That and to, uh, so, to TCN so is, in the States, I say, you fat, bloated idiot! <laughs> so this is running over here for three episodes. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, 
they ran like three episodes, yeah. I don't know if they've run any more of them. So, And what's happening here? No, that's what I'm saying. They ran three episodes here, and I think that might oh. be it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Damn, well, you know, it was, it. it was great to have them back. Good to see you. I'm <laughs> sure it'll appear on DVD. I mean, John K. could really make a fortune selling... Selling Ren and Stimpy purely on DVD. You'd, you'd think so. You'd think so. So I, I wonder if maybe the rights had lapsed uh, with Nickelodeon or something. Anyway, all the information can be found apparently at tv.com. Okay. Which used to be the very wonderful TV Tome. And, uh, and then tv.com bought it out and made it a terrible website. But, you know, good on them for ruining things. Uh, speaking of uh, things being ruined... We've been talking a, a lot over the f- last few weeks about ratings and how ratings work and the Nielsen rating system in America and how completely flawed it is and how ratings nowhere take into account shows that have been recorded and watched later. Well, Nielsen are uh, just about to introduce uh, a rating system that takes in PVR watches, PVR slash DVR watches, things like TiVo. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. And they say that uh, Nielsen will deliver three ratings reports each day for each program. (laughs) One will detail how many people watched a show at its allotted time, i.e. live. The second will track those viewers plus the number of viewers who recorded it and played it back within 24 hours. And the third will tabulate viewers who tuned in at the allotted time plus any playback that occurs within seven days of the original airing. So, you know, with, with those numbers, uh, numbers for some shows are just going to boost and boost and boost. And you're going to get ridiculously bloated numbers compared to, uh, <laughs> to, to the things that we're seeing at the moment. I think it's going to be really interesting. That'd be better. Well, you know, it, it should be such an easy, easy way to set that up. I mean, all the, all the, the detector, set-top box, whatever people meter has to do is... Tune in to the Teletext sub-channel and it knows what channel it's on and what time it is. Yes. yes. And, and, you, you and that's think? recorded onto tape and, and recorded onto whatever uh, PVR you have. You'd think well. you could do that, couldn't you? Yeah. But uh, apparently... It's so simple. Apparently they don't want to. And hey, US Networks, if you want somebody to, to give you a decent freaking rating system, we're the guys. <laughs> But we, we're just going to field offers from the West Wing first. But then. Yeah, yeah, we've got to, we've got to deal with <laughs> that. We'll That's right. Yeah, we, we can do a couple of weeks on that and we'll be, we'll be in negotiations on the rating thing. That, that might work really Hooray well. Hooray at boxcutters.net. That might work really well because then we could work on the West Wing and then boost its ratings artificially oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with our positions at just, Of course well, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't be silly. I would. No, why, why do we do that? Why would we boost Ross, the ratings Ross, just to kill yeah. the show off? American networks don't listen to him. He's out. He's off the team. It's gone. <laughs> Ross, we, we could revolt against Brett. Yeah. He seems powerful because he has all the buttons. Do you Because he, you... he's got... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just because he's got all media, he thinks he's powerful. Yeah, I know. He's all media <laughs> guys, all the time. Do you really think they're going to give us the job if you guys are talking this... Brett, do you really think, up. do you really think the people who are listening to this on their computers just want to hear you giggle for a while? <laughs> Is that what you think? Shall we get on with the show? It's the last show. Everything's fallen apart. <laughs> Knives are out. You know what? I uh-huh. don't buy it. Uh-huh. What? Uh, just one, one last thing. There's been a lot of outraged anger around Australian society. It's out on the streets. It's down on the beaches. If you are angry about my favourite film, 2005... 
at the movies are conducting a viewers poll for best films of 2005. Uh, Not your crappy favourite films. It's at abc.net.au slash at the movies slash viewers poll. No spaces in there whatsoever. They'll be reporting back on the best films of 2005 in February. Did, uh, did either of you watch the uh, summer special that was on on Sunday night and then repeated again on Tuesday night? Yep. They gave two films five, five stars. out of five. Yes. Both and of them. What films were they? King Kong? Uh, the gay, gay Cowboy and Movie. And Saddleback Mountain. Brokeback break back Mountain. Uh, break, 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 break Mountain. Yep. And, and uh, Steve Brack's Mountain. And uh, Good, good night, night and Good Luck. Oh, wow. Good Night and Good Luck. Good Night, Good Luck. I don't buy it. <laughs> All the ads which appear on TV pay for the programs we like to watch. However, if you find an ad overtly sexist, off. No, you or in some way offensive, or just plain violent, you can bring it to the attention of the Advertising Standards Board. Brett, I'm finding the baseline in that ad somewhat offensive. <laughs> yes. If you have a complaint, just write to the advertising. Yes, I, w- I want to write to the advertising standards board about the baseline. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, cool. In well, the, you, you can know? do that. You can do that. I'm sure there's a website. It's a little, um, little bit of porn in that baseline. I think. <laughs> Uh, I don't buy it. I don't buy you it. Don't so buy it. You I, don't buy it. Just another little update. Uh, we talked a number of episodes ago about the Tui's Dry commercial, the oh, yeah. new yep. anthropomorphic uh, vacuum cleaner and washing machine and uh, pool sucker. Which I hadn't seen I at think that time. The, but now, you know, if I hadn't seen it by now, <laughs> I would just have to be deaf, dumb and blind. Which I didn't realise were the same people as the uh, crawling tongue. Well, I figured it would be. It's the same beer. That's yeah, but as a, uh, I think was, Leaping Larry in the Green Guide made mention a few weeks ago that they're interesting ads, but nobody knows who the product's for. And I agree completely because I had, I had no idea. Mind you, I'm not a big beer drinker. But, mm. yeah. Well, another update to that, because at the, at the time uh, that we were talking about it, I, I just couldn't figure out why these white goods were fighting it out, but the fridge gave it up in the first place. Then I was down at uh, the, the place that I work at on Wednesday nights just last night, and there's a new... Poster advertising it <clears throat> with a website for www.cleanfight.com.au. It's because they're cleaning items and it's the clean taste. Oh, that's just filtered beer. Well, that's so going so far to draw a line between two concepts. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. The, the, the best jokes are the ones that you have to explain, I find. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good on them. So I just thought I'd uh, give listeners an update on that. So the other thing is uh, it, it's summer. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and that means that we have to put up with absolute crap like this. And even a 
million CDs and guarantee me days. It keeps wow. going. The podcast Levi's. Rebuses, liquidated, stolen, retrieved and seized merchandise. Now the convention center next to Crown. Till midnight tonight and every night till Christmas Eve. I don't know what he's selling but it must be bargains because he's yelling. I must be able to save lots of money. Smash, smash. <laughs> It's good to uh, good to see hot dogs is still getting some work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like game show. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like like the company that produces these things must like work two weeks of the year with yeah. that dude doing the freaking shouting, and it's always it's always exhibition center just mad sale kind of bullshit. Worst series of ads ever. I don't yep. know. I don't know why the the they get them back. They must be cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. They, you know what? They, they, they grab your attention, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't understand it. It's like, and and no, but that's that's all you need to know is where it's happening and bargains, 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 <laughs> smash, smash. But when combined with uh, every single I break after midnight, at least once, one playing. Oh yeah, ad, yeah, ad, yeah. It's. I want to know what repossessed Harry Potter is. Ten cents. <laughs> well, it'll only cost you ten cents to find out. The demons took him back <laughs> after yeah. he'd been unpossessed of them. He got Dis- repossessed, dispossessed. You, you know, you know what the the scary thing is. I remember last year with that ad being on, and then getting to Christmas and thinking, "Oh, thank God, it's off." And then they extended it until New Year's. <laughs> so we've got another week and a bit of that ad coming up. So. Let's all enjoy oh, yeah. that. Keep your... I can't wait! <laughs> I don't buy it! Box cutters. Coming up on... <laughs> Coming up on box cutters. Five dollars! <laughs> Smash! We're going to be going through 52 weeks of television in 52 minutes. That's coming up between now and the end of box cutters. <sighs> Okay, ready? Go. Week one. Cricket. Week two. (laughs) More cricket. All right, this isn't going to take us 52 minutes, is it? The year that was in television. Yeah, it's been a big year. It has been a big year. And that was the year that was. (laughs) You know, really, with that segment, I only came up with the name. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so, because you hadn't mentioned it before. I've got nothing prepared. Mm. It was was a big year, though. Maybe we can get Bud Tingwell into it. Put on a tux and stand in front of a blue screen so we sure. can put whatever we want behind him. <laughs> well, if, if we take the year that was uh, the same way that we take the film year, which is from Boxing Day to Boxing Day, mm-hmm. yep. from Boxing Day to Christmas Day, uh, the year started with uh, Channel 9 showing the one and possibly the only Shane Warne Foundation Boxing Day, Chris, uh, Boxing Day Breakfast. Ah, yes, yes. Which, which you was, went to. Which I went to, which was... Uh, trying to reintroduce the concept of the football grand final breakfast, mm-hmm. once upon a time called the North Melbourne grand final breakfast, and now just called the AFL grand final breakfast, mm-hmm. into the cricketing world with uh, the Shane Warne Foundation Boxing Day breakfast. So have you scored another invite for this year? Well, I don't think it's happening this year. They, they are having, Tony Gregg mentioned that he was going to some sort of special breakfast. Well, maybe they are, maybe they Tony are. Tony Gregg? Is it Tony Gregg? He's just got a couple of bowls of Nutri-Grain. Yeah, he loves Nutri-Grain. <laughs> maybe it was... It's uh, like a cricket bat with holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was Bill Laurie. Oh, well, you know, Bill Laurie, he's got to feed the pigeons every morning. Uh, so that's, you know, that's how the television year started for me. 
uh, being in the audience of a very tedious... Oh, you didn't actually get breakfast? Oh, no, no, I got breakfast. Okay. It it wasn't very good. But you were just an audience. Oh, yes. Yes. Actually, I was sitting on a table behind all the cameras. There was one table that was behind all the cameras that was for, like, friends of the crew and stuff. And so I sat at that table. Uh, It doesn't matter. I still got a Shane Warne Foundation hat. But that's how the year started. See, I'm surprised you didn't get a Shane Warne Foundation mobile phone. Yeah, they weren't giving them out at that time. <laughs> at that time. Uh, the, uh, so the year started like that for me, and I thought, well, it's going to be a shit year for TV. But then some, some great things happened. We, we had some really good drama series. We did, very uh, Some fantastic Australian comedy. Yep. Some terrifying late-night television. Yep. Uh, some it's, terrifying Australian comedy. Yes, it's uh, it's it's been a, a whole lot of year big, of television. Big uh, year for current events too, for current affairs. With uh, firstly with the Boxing Day tsunami, yep. which was a huge huge event. Then with uh, um, Chappelle Corby, Chappelle Michelle Cole. Leslie, yep, yep. Uh, Pakistan, Van Nguyen. Van Nguyen, Pakistan earthquakes. Yeah, huge huge year for news and current affairs. Basically, we've packed about three years worth of television into the one year because we also had a, a whole lot of new shows. Mm-hmm. That we don't usually get. So, good on us, people. <laughs> good on us, people who watch television, <laughs> slash make television, slash put it on television. You sound dangerously close like you're about to say, good on the networks. Oh, God, no. For, for providing all that, <laughs> that luscious content. God, no. But it was also, you know, it was also the year that Box Cutters started. Yes. Which, yes. Uh, you know, what a great year that was. <laughs> uh, and uh, and the year that uh, PVRs and DVRs became a lot more prominent, uh, plasma screens, LCD televisions went up to 42 inches. Hey, hey. Uh, it's, you know, it's been a great year for television. Hmm. That was the year that was, let's go into some lists, slash uh, items in categories. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but you know they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world can play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. (laughs) Thanks, John Safran. Uh, You don't appear in any of my lists. Oh, really? Yep. Take that. Yeah. Yeah, well, shove that in your podcast. Have you guys been watching Speaking in Tongues? I have been. I'm, I'm quite yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, I just, I'm, I just I'm, forgot to mention it. Oh, well, right, it didn't okay. fit into any of the categories that no, we have. No, it doesn't really fit. But no, it, who it came up with those categories? Oh, me. Ro- <laughs> Ross did. I agreed well, to them. You, completely absent for the week. <laughs> well, you know what? Perhaps if you'd got here a little earlier today, you could have come up with your own categories. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to come up with it. I'd, I'd done all that, the hard work to actually fit into my my circular peg into your square hole. <laughs> <laughs> on to the best drama for 2005. Although, having said that, I'm what? not... What? No, I moved past that, Brent, quite convincingly. <laughs> I'm not sure speaking in tongues really comes in as best anything. Well, it's the best... It's trying really hard. You know what? Best it's the religious most, show. Most entertaining religious talk show. Because there is also that talk, that religious... Okay, let's go with... Let's start the show with the best religious talk show. Speaking in Tongues Speaking wins, in tongues. wins yeah. over past midnight on Channel 10 or after midnight or Like after towards dark. 4 o'clock. No, no, no. It's, the I, show I is thought, called. I thought, oh, oh. And yeah. it's usually on before midnight. I thought... Uh, oh, maybe it's called round midnight. Because Christians can't stay up yeah. that late. <laughs> 
Because I, I always thought that was like the television equivalent of a sleeping pill. Like, I thought that was the whole point of the show, that you yeah, that, watch that to put yourself to sleep. That show is, is quite terrible. Mm. Uh, you know, I can't even... It's not face-to-face. Uh, it's it, it called face-to-face face now? It's non-ratings. It's probably not on. <laughs> it, it's, it's gone to bed for the year. I had to, I had to look, look back in the archives of Green Guys for the name of the Uplake Game Show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure exactly what the name was. It's called the Uplake Game Show. Yes. Yeah, but I wasn't positive that that was it. I wasn't sure it was up like game show, up like quiz show, hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs talks show. a lot. <laughs> so anyway, so so good on speaking in tongues for, for getting that best, I, I best thought, in the category. Uh, I also thought, uh, yeah, Saffron was getting a bit annoyed with his uh, with one of his guests on on uh, this week's show. Did you see that with the... Uh, I, with the, that racist prick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the interview, that's it. I've had enough. <laughs> it, oh, that was good. Yeah, mm. very hard to, to argue with uh, that sort of. But you know, speaking in tongues is, is doing doing very well. I think it's a I think it's a great show. I mean, it's following South Park, and so anything that follows South Park is always going to be a bit of a disappointment. Uh, but, but it is it is a great show. I think it's a, it's got interesting topics. Mm. Okay, that was best religious talk show okay, for two thousand and five. So best religious drama. <laughs> <laughs> Joan of Arcadia. Chris Foe A. Dollar. Whatever the, what's that guy? The preacher who's up like, who's on at like five o'clock on Channel 10. That's not, that's not Chris drama. Go that's that's a, a man, dollar. that's a man shouting religion at you. And therefore, if he's shouting, it must be bargains. <laughs> it must have, shall we, uh, let's go into best drama. Best drama. For, okay. t- for 2005. I thought have we, we already went there. No, we, we just did best religious. <laughs> I'll have to find something. No, nah, i just go uh, straight into it. Josh. Hang on. Box cutters, box cutters, box cutters. <laughs> nice one. Best drama for 2005. Well, this is the messiest box cutters we've ever done. <laughs> uh, I, I blame myself. It's the categories. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got, Ross? I, um, I, I have to say that I think there's quite a few interesting drama this year, but I think far away uh, the best for me has been Lost. Yeah, Lost, Lost Lost was a real surprise, wasn't it? Been very exciting. Yeah, yeah I, wasn't, I wasn't really that... Uh, that excited about it initially, but um, it really is my type of show. I think it's got great atmosphere. Uh, I love, you know, all the suspense over the hatch and wanting to find out what happened to Walt and all of that kind of stuff. I actually last night saw the first 20 minutes of episode two, uh, episode one of season two of Lost, right? which was very exciting. Um, but then I had some sync issues and so uh, I cut that off, but Maybe I'll be able to watch it tonight. You had sink issues, S-Y-N-C, not, yes. not get the plumber in. No, not get right. the plumber in. So, <laughs> Did you do um, the fucking dishes? <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm watching Lost. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I know you were thinking that Lost had gone down a bit in your... Um, yeah, but, Lost actually makes it into my best and worst drama oh, for the really? year because, because I've seen the beginning of... Of season two, now season to, two makes makes it into the worst because it's just some terrible, terrible. But I'm writing. not sure that you can count that because I'm doing whatever I want. Right? <laughs> you didn't Fine. even make well, Lost is in my best drama list. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, Lost is. Fantastic. It's in my best drama list as well. It, it was a great show. They screened nine episodes, have they? I don't know because I haven't kept up with it. Oh, okay, I let it go. It's oh. dead to me, like Ackland Street. Oh, really? Yes. They had a bit of a hiatus after episode seven, I think. Oh, did they? Because I think they're off for Christmas now or something. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, they take American. they take huge breaks during American the year in, in in the US. Another uh, pick for uh, another couple of picks for best drama. The Uplake Game Show. You can't go past <laughs> drama. <that>. Yeah. Best <laughs> drama. Yeah. Come on, guys. 
1900. <laughs> it, it's drama, triple four, yeah, seeing if anyone calls. <laughs> <laughs> but as well as that, uh, and, and only because it didn't really fit anywhere else, Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Doctor Who, Doctor Who was, was great. I wouldn't put it in as, as one of the best. I mean, it, compared to other shows, it's still quite average. But compared to what Doctor Who used to be, and uh, and what they've made of it, I think they've done a really good, really good job. I thought it held up its end in the context of modern programming. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I thought it was pretty good. I uh, I've also got the surgeon. Uh, I thought this season of All Saints was particularly good. I, I really thought that they they pulled themselves up out of, out of nowhere. Is the surgeon for best use of blue filters? Uh, I don't know. There was another show that used a lot of blue filters. No, I think I think uh, CSI. Has best use of blue filters. Uh-huh. That's surely that's best use of filters. <laughs> well, yeah, that's generally <laughs> that's true. Uh, also, Deadwood, uh, Showtime showed Deadwood both se- both seasons mm-hmm. uh, this year, and that was fantastic. And I can't go past the Shield. The Shield is absolutely my number one top wonderful drama of the year. Now, given we were three weeks away from the end of non ratings period, why on earth did Channel Ten pull that off the air? Do you think? Probably because it burns Secret Life of Us somewhere. Yeah, but non-ratings is yeah. coming... It makes no sense at yeah. all. I, you know, I've been thinking about this, and maybe they struck a deal with the producers of Secret Life of Us that it would screen during ratings period in 2005. So were there that, only three you know, episodes maybe, of Secret Life? No, Secret Life's still going now. It's still going now, but you know, maybe all they had to do was start showing it, or I don't know, maybe that was part of their... It, something dodgy went on there. Because yeah. they won't give any answers, and who the hell knows when the shield is going to come back? But but three or four episodes from the end. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it really is ridiculous, and I'm not going to rely on them for for season five when it starts later on this year. Speaking of ridiculous, Channel Seven last night. Uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago, five hours till midnight. A show that I was watching. Five, five days. Five, five days. days. Okay, five days till midnight. A show that I've been watching. Uh, went to t- watch it last night at eight thirty. And on at a special new time of 9.40, because they had to make way for a special airline disaster. Why a plane crashed because of sticky tape. Oh. So, was um, it the Florida one? No. No, it wasn't. Because that that'd be a really quick turnaround. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> and and, and I, you know what? I'd accept that. If they had to delay this. That'd be exciting. Yeah, if they had to delay this because the Florida plane went down and they needed a show about it straight away. They're doing it so fast that they lose yeah. a couple of crew to sharks. And... Yeah. <laughs> I'd accept get that, that on tape, but this was this was just pointless. So anyway, that get, was just... get me an airline disaster show stat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, worst dramas of the year. Worst dramas. Worst dramas. Oh, I thought we were only category. doing best dramas. Well, you know what? I had some spare time up my sleeve. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Can I guess? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Headland. Number one. Number one. Fantastic. Uh, numbers or number threeers. <laughs> Oh, num three is num yeah. three is, uh, which I just thought was terrible—a ridiculous premise for a show—and I don't know why it's as popular as it seems to be, except maybe whoever's showing it is lying. It's on Channel Ten. Yeah, they always lie. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> then that's it. Uh, season two of of Lost, which I mentioned before, and just a note: yeah, yeah, I'm no, sure there's so much more <laughs> that I just never bother to watch. <laughs> you're, you're disappointing so many people, like myself, who haven't seen, you know, Lost. It was season one for us was this year. Season two is next year. But you know what? I think I think people are, are just waiting for February to to come around so season two of Lost can can start airing in Australia and people can go. You know what? Josh is on crack. 
He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. It's brilliant. I'm waiting for that to happen. My little cousin already did that to me. He's been downloading it as well. Really? He's gone, Josh, you're on crack. Really? (laughs) You know, I looked up from my crack pipe and went, maybe, (laughs) but it's still crap. And that's... uh, that's what's important. So, so that should really be... Uh, I'm just saying that that should really be in your predictions. Okay. <laughs> predictions for 2006. No, predictions for 2006. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll get to that later on. Yes. Uh, shall we go into uh, best comedy? Yeah. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. The funny ones. Oh, is that what comedy is? I've got uh, the Uplate Game Show. <laughs> so yeah. do I. We're going to get it in every single category. Uh, my list says hooray for... Oh, no, I just did a list, Ross. You... Well, I mean, I, I, I've kind of narrowed mine down to one. I'm not a big fan of comedy, but uh, Arrested Development. Mm. Yet again, far and away. Uh, far and away, the, the funniest thing on TV, I think. Uh, apart from a late game show, of course. Um, I just think it's it's... You know, it's very sad that it's been axed, but I think it's... Well, it hasn't actually technically been axed. Like Joey hasn't been axed? Uh, no. It, well, kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's not on hiatus. No. Hiatus is a perfectly legitimate place for a series to be in the States. <laughs> they often take hiatus. Have, it's, you, it's have right. you actually seen Joey? <laughs> I, yeah, but, it's but just terrible. because Joey's on hiatus no, 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 doesn't if, mean if, that if, everything that goes on hi- hiatus oh, is yeah. getting axed. No, that's, that's true, but my, my point is that Joey's getting axed. <laughs> Yeah, whereas, and, and if you've seen Joey, you'd understand what I'm saying. There are rumours about Arrested <laughs> Development being picked up by another network. There are you see that's that's Family Guy's done more harm than good in that area. I think just because it happened with one show, now every show that gets axed, there's rumours that it's going to get picked up by somebody else. Well, it also happened with Get Smart. Don't forget about that. Yeah, the last two seasons of Get Smart, completely different network. Oh, and it happened with a country practice. Well, yes, but that didn't last. Fire. It happened with Neighbours, though. <laughs> it did happen with Neighbours. <laughs> Firefly, 14 episodes, three-picture deal coming out of that. Yeah, so, you know, there could be a <laughs> theoretic development movie. It's also, okay. uh, it's also in my top... Uh, my top. I, d- I just think it's you, just, it's I mean, just... we were talking last week about, you know, how the, uh, anim- uh, the canned laughter sitcom is just should just be dead in the water, but it just kind of keeps... Kind of struggling. No, no, no. no. I was I was thinking about this over the week because we had a bit of a bit of uh, feedback from our listeners. Thank you very so 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 much. We'd love any feedback to hooray at boxcutters.net. And I I I think I know what the answer is. I think that comedies have laugh tracks because they're not actually that strong, and and so they need something to prompt the viewers. But the viewers dig it because it means that they absolutely don't have to think about what they're doing. I agree. They don't completely. have to think about what they're watching on TV. I agree. If you completely. watch Arrested Development, you have to think about what is funny. Well, that's you actually I mean, have to engage with the yeah, show. Yep, I agree completely, and that's what I love about the show. You know, if you're not paying attention, I mean, my wife drives me nuts the way she watches TV because she'll be doing something what else. Happened? She'll be doing something Who's else, that and she, she'll no, she won't ask. She won't ask, but she'll miss a lot of the jokes. And and you know, I, I'm you know I'm like sitting there. I want everybody to watch every single joke that's on the screen. And yeah, pick it all up. You I know? don't. I don't want somebody who's ironing to to look up from the from the ironing and say, oh, what was that joke that I just missed? Yeah. Now, no, stuff it. We're watching television. Ironing time is later. She doesn't tend to ask what jokes she missed, but I'm kind of laughing. And, you know, often I've watched the episode and I'm watching it again with her and I'm kind of, <laughs> wasn't that funny? She no. didn't even realise it was And sorry, I, d- I didn't mean to suggest that, you know, all Deirdre does is, is iron either. <laughs> no, that, I, just, okay. I just use that as an example because I know a lot of people who iron while watching TV. Yep. Why would you do that? You can't do either thing properly. And both are important. 
That's what I say. <laughs> I also had uh, We Can Be Heroes. Yep. Yep. Which are uh, just, just superb. South Park's opening episode this year, Mr. Garrison's oh, Shiny New Vagina. Killer. What? Killer. Yeah. yeah. Killer. But just uh, going back to We Can Be Heroes, Chris Lilly is working on another series. Yeah. And um, I'm actually hoping that we get to see some more Mr. G. Well, that's what the that's what the series that's what the series is about. Really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, so. oh, it's based on Mr. J. Fantastic. Where have you been? And apparently, he's doing, he's doing lots of research, going to school productions and uh, amateur productions, sitting behind the stage and just soaking in how it all kind it's of. It's funny because it it's real. Yeah, yeah. He's mm. just a superb talent, you know. Yeah. Wish Chris Int- Lee all the best. And uh, interestingly, that's probably he still owes me ten bucks. It's uh, it's not um, it's not Elizabeth. drama. It's not drama, but interestingly, that's probably the most successful Australian production this year. Yeah, I think so. You know, as far as uh, locally Brett's, locally Brett's, successful goes. Brett's giving me that look again. Why? What do you, what do you think is more successful? Uh, new Inventors? When you say production, what do you mean? Oh, I mean... Anything drama. on TV? Uh, anything that's not the New Inventors. <laughs> <laughs> drama or comedy? Uh, something with the Kath script. Kath and Kim? Well, you see, I don't, I don't know how successful. I mean, Kath and Kim was last year. It was year. massively it was just, watched the special. Yeah, but even though people came away from it feeling a little bit, dirty. everybody hated it. Yeah, I say, flush it down the toilet. Nathan <laughs> Barley, which was a, a UK, uh, a Again, UK I show. Think we can which, talk about Nathan. Why Barley. can't we talk about? <laughs> it happened this year. It's not going to get shown in Australia. It's. N- You've seen it. I've seen it. Everybody should see it. I haven't seen it. Why not? What are you doing? Well, what I, are you doing? I haven't had the opportunity. It hasn't been on TV. This is what I'm saying. It should be on TV. All oh, right. <laughs> I think we need to talk it up ah. so that we do get it on television. It was an excellent series. And then they start really producing fun. it again just for the Australian market. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Yeah, 10 people so, watching so the ABC w- isn't really going <laughs> to. So what sort of show was it? Uh, it was a it was a comedy from uh, Chris Morris, Pretty the genius comedy. mind of of uh, of Chris Morris, and With Noel uh, Fielding, and uh, and a bunch of other people. Yep. But yeah, it had it had both members of the Bush in it. Uh, oh, a, really? Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of English comedians that you'd recognise and and know. And it was one of the blackest story based comedies I've ever seen. Okay, just just superb. And uh, also, you see, now it's sounding good, and I want to see it. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, but I'm not going to be able to, and neither of our neither of our listeners. It'll come out on DVD, I'm sure. I've oh. got it on DVD. I'll okay, Brett's got it on okay. DVD. Yeah. And any listeners out there, yeah. I'll pass it then on to them. The worst comedy <laughs> for 2005. Oh, this is such a long list. Up late game show. <laughs> Up late game show. <laughs> comedy Inc. The Late Shift. Ah, uh, yep. The Ronnie Johns Half Hour. See how how does Ronnie Johns not get into number one slot? Uh, oh, I thought Comedy Inc. was worse. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought... No, I would, I, I would beg to differ. I, I thought Comedy Inc. was worse. I, you know, the only time I watched Comedy Inc. was at your place, Brett, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't get a single laugh out of it. But Ronnie John's Half Hour, I've had at least one laugh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What oh. you talking about, Willis? <laughs> no. <laughs> the different strokes later than four. It wasn't that, but that was hilarious when Ross told it. I think if I'd seen that on screen, I, I, I wouldn't have thought it was that funny. The B team with American Rosso. Oh, my God. I, see, I told you, this is a really long list. So, how, did, how is the B team not worse than Ronnie John's? Uh, no, you see, I don't know. There was see, some, I think Ronnie there was John's... something special about Ronnie John's. There was just appalling. 
Yeah. It, it, lock me in a room, say, <laughs> right, we're going to torture you. You're either going to have to watch Ronnie Johns or um, the B-Team. I would prefer the B-Team, but to torture me more, they'd probably play Ronnie Johns. Coming up in the uh, the new season of Box Cutters, we may be speaking to one of the writers of Ronnie Johns. <laughs> Which so, we love. <laughs> I can't wait. Let Loose Live. You know, we could also talk to the writers of that. Oh, Freya, yeah, that's that's in one of my other lists. Anything featuring Cameron Knight on the Comedy Channel. Wait a Nobody wrote that. That was just, it was live. They, they turned on the cameras. And, and they, they let loose. And, and people were there. And they weren't funny. Yeah. Any, anything featuring Cameron Knight on the Comedy Channel. Just poison. Don't know Cameron Knight. How I Met Your Mother, which again, never appeared here, but still terrible. Will that appear here? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It sounds like the sort of dodgy drama that will, dodgy comedy that will appear here. Yeah, it wasn't on any of the network lists for 2006. Uh, okay. From and, memory, and yep. it's but it's still it is still going in the states. You know, un- unfortunately, Two and a Half Men and Joey. Oh, fantastic! That's All such a, that's such a good double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wait for it every week. Uh, so that's uh, that's comedy for 2005. Let's lock that up. Lock it in, Tony. <laughs> uh, what did I get to? Best Extreme Game Show, aka reality. slash reality <laughs> slash yeah <laughs> slash reality. Best Extreme oh, Game Show. <laughs> Kill real. It's all freaking you, Josh. Sorry, Office uh, Christmas Special was in my comedy thing. <laughs> yeah, but that appeared on Australian television last year. This year, last year. No. Terrestrial. Uh, cable is terrestrial. Give me another one. Free to air? Free to air. We can't just be doing free to air. <laughs> well, I'm doing free to air. <laughs> anyway, we've, we've gone past comedy. We can't just be doing free to air. Can we, can we go back and put it in? Best no. extreme game show? Uh, you know what? The Uplight game show. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you should go back and edit in the news talking about The Office afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm not even taking part in this anymore. Well, you know, <laughs> there was it was a good year for uh, it was a good year for extreme game shows, as you call them, Josh. It it was a great year for extreme game shows. I couldn't decide. You couldn't decide, really? I I reckon there's for me there's far and away a winner. Mind you, I don't download or have cable, but um, easily far and away, the Amazing Race, best extreme game show. Amazing again. Race Seven with Robin Amber. Yeah, the one with Robin Amber was great, but I'm talking... Uh, Just it, generally? Was it six? With um, the one with uh, Victoria and Jonathan and oh, Victoria. Oh, Jonathan and Victoria. Jonathan and, and Victoria. They were, they were the greatest... The greatest couple to have, to have been on TV. But, I mean, The Amazing Race just throws up just so many great moments. I think um, they had a team of professional wrestlers, if anybody remembers Bolo I, and whatever her name was. And Storm. Or- <laughs> <laughs> and they had a counting challenge and he was counting going up in twos. 64, 66, 68, 80. <laughs> or like the, uh, the two Mormon sisters who were driving the wrong way through Iceland because they were more intent on getting their makeup on so they looked good to see Phil <laughs> rather than actually figuring out where Phil was. I mean, that was, that's just fantastic. Oh, Myrna and Schmerna, the, uh, the midget yeah. and the very annoying cousin. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard to go past, but I think Jonathan and Victoria. Highlight was probably something that didn't even make it onto the original show. It was in one of the clip shows that they showed to pad out. But um, Jonathan uh, inexplicably thinking that when he was in Senegal that the country was actually called Synagogue. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he was in a and he was in a traffic jam, um, being held up by the president, like the president's motorcade. And he's standing out there screaming at the top of his voice, "I'm being held up by the president of synagogue." <laughs> <laughs> the president of synagogue is stopping me. I'm now I'm going to lose the amazing race because of the president of synagogue. It was, I mean, you can't, you just can't beat no, stuff you, like that. You can't go past stuff like that. And yep. then he beat his wife. He did, which was terrible. Really? Like, yeah, just shocking. He it was, really, it was, it was verging on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, he pushed her very, very hard. You see that that moment was also one of the one of the finest. Did you moments. go down? Yeah. They were racing. They were racing through Germany. <laughs> And it was to an it was to a finish line. Like you might win a prize or something, but it was fairly arbitrary. They weren't going to they weren't going to get booted off the show or anything. But he just couldn't lose, and he's just running up the street as hard as he can. Throws his oops, throws his bag down behind um, behind some garbage bins. She can't keep up. She's running behind him, tears streaming down her face. She picks up his bag. She's carrying both of these huge. He gets to the finish line first, but of course she's nowhere to be seen, and they both need to cross the finish line at the same time. The other team gets across the finish line. She gets across there. She's a mess. She's bawling, and he just turns and just lets her have it. Why did you pick up the bag, Victoria? What are you doing? And then just shoves her, like virtually pushing her but, over. Yeah, it was a it was a very hard, sudden, open palmed shove. Yep. Which uh, and then <laughs> and then Phil, who's <laughs> the most wooden host on television, she's off crying, and Jonathan's still complaining on the <laughs> on the mat, <laughs> saying, "Oh, you know, we should have been here first, Blah 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 blah. Jonathan, I think you should go talk to Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. It was I fantastic. Think, uh, you know, I also, I also think Survivor Guatemala uh, was oh, yeah. a great series. I think this uh, this last series of The Apprentice was excellent. Yep. Uh, the two seasons of America's Next Top Model that we saw this year, uh, Cycle Four and Cycle Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cycle Five finished last night. So, Both of those were excellent. See, with Survivor, I'd have to agree with what Brett was saying last week. Uh, or was speculating about last week. I think it started off really strong, but I think it kind of really just tailed off towards the end. Because really? I, I think that that last, that maze was just a, a great challenge. Yeah. What, of, of crew construction? Well, but, but that's, yeah. But that's why Josh... But it's all crew yeah, construction. But that's why Josh watches it. Josh watches it for, I watch it for, for, the, for, challenges. The, for the challenges. I, j- I love the challenges. I mean, I really loved watching Gladiator. I thought Gladiator was a great show because this was humans... Trying to out endure each other, and that's what the uh, the survivor challenges are to me. I don't give a shit about people camping, you know. I don't want to watch people camping. Ooh, we can't make fire. Well, you know, just Ooh, bloody go inside. In yeah, I don't care. Corn I, again? Oh, I'm so sick of it. I don't corn. care about any of that. I watch it for the challenges, and uh, and and that's what I like about it. And this year, the challenges were excellent. See, I watch it for the people, and I think a lot of the. Uh, the 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 it was clear that either Steph or Rafe or somebody was going to win, and I found that a bit disappointing. It was yeah. certainly clear someone was going to win. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they were going to walk out without a winner. <laughs> you see, now that'd be a good twist. Every year they say we've got a new fantastic twist. That would be a good twist. Nobody wins. <laughs> no one wins. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> they have the last tribal council. Yeah. Jeff in a seaplane taking off and just. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that would work really well with the mole too, if they just didn't have a mole. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be great. Yeah, because they all try and you know they all stuff it up so much themselves. <laughs> and uh, some of the worst uh, extreme game shows. Yes, yes, Brent. 
should I jump in here? Or yeah, no, go on. Is, is, go it, is, it, is it another comedy? <laughs> no. Um, well, I, I didn't catch any of any of those shows in Toto over the week. Yeah. Um, and my pick was actually Mythbusters. Okay. Yep. See, Mythbusters isn't an extreme game show. Well, it isn't a religious talk show. No. It's another, it's another show that we don't have a category for, which is... Uh, science, but it's extreme show. and it's reality. Uh, you see how how it's tough call whether that or Brainiac. Uh, yeah, they're probably in the same category. Yeah, yeah, that which is which is best popular science show. <laughs> 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 and Brett, had you emailed us during the week, science, Brainiac. Brett, had you uh, had you emailed us during the week? And uh, and said I'd really like to do best popular science show. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to have a look at the list until today. <laughs> right. Sorry, Josh. You were saying worst. Worst. Give up us late, worst. Up late game show. <laughs> just best and worst. Big Brother Five. Oh, it, was, I, I, it was just so boring this year. So completely boring. D- despite the fact that they tried to source it up. Yeah, I think it actually or worked maybe against be because of the fact. I think that it worked against them. Well, oh, great big green guy bit saying that it did exactly what it wanted to do when it got completely outrageous during the adults uh, up late. No, yep. no, not up late. Adults only. Uncut. Uncut. Yes. Um, and uh, and I, which I, this next year will have to be called cut. Yes. Yes. Well, it was always cut. I mean, what are we, it's just ridiculous. And I couldn't find anywhere else to put this in. But then I was thinking we should have had another category. <laughs> Next year we're just going to do the best categories of two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the best categories of two thousand and five. Next year. <laughs> Sorry, right. we just we just let you go with that. Yeah. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. But I thought you know we we could have had best celebrity game show. Right. Uh, and I've got to say, Dancing with the Stars is about as far from reality as you can get, as well, far as I'm well, yeah. concerned. So, so best, best celebrity game show, mm-hmm. Speaks and Specs. Worst celebrity game show, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, okay. All right? Okay. That's it. See, I've thrown that in. See how I just worked that in seamlessly, Brett? <laughs> you could have done that with, with, with Best Popular Science Show. Hey, did we end up with uh, Best New Show? No. Because um, Speaks and Specs was my pick for that. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great new show. Mm. All right, let's move on. G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Do you think Ed's still listening to me? Uh, I haven't made tapes of it on the internet for him for a while. I'm sure he's still listening. But, you know, Ed Phillips, best guest of 2005. Ooh, I know, tough call. I know. You know what? I don't like to play favourites, <laughs> especially not if they were all in the room at the one time. <laughs> but here's my favourite. But uh, but but here's my favourite. Uh, another favourite was uh, <laughs> Marie Cardi, and, uh, and uh, well, my favourites was uh, John Saffron and James Talia. They were my two favourites. Right. Well, that's then you know. So we're, we're both think, fine. We're both fine with our guests. <laughs> we've covered all our bases. Uh, Brett, however, didn't that, like any of that's them. That's not to say that I didn't like Ed. What, right. Well, you know, and I, I thought James and John, fantastic. Mm. James more so because he actually came in. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, best phone guest, Ed Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> well, best, uh, best telemovie 
I think he's next. And look, this is a this is a really. I, I tough... don't even know why he threw it in. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, tell him, we haven't even really talked about telling movies much this no. year. Well, I, t- I talked about one a few weeks ago, which was new, the Poseidon Adventure. Yes. You remember with uh, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg and uh, Rutger Hauer and all that. I mean, and, and it was a tough call because because that almost got over the line. But I think it was outdone uh, just a few weeks ago by uh, a little telly movie that. Uh, Almost rated in the top ten when it was on. Oh, and, really? And that was Locusts' Day of Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> I had two entries for the best telly movie. Uh, yeah. Number one was the Applegate Game Show, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, um, although it's it's not exactly in there, but Carnival, um, but made Which, for TV. It was a miniseries. Uh, how many weeks fantastic. was it? Fantastic. Carnival was like six weeks. Six. I think that's not a miniseries. That's a series. That's not a series. That's a series. <laughs> That's, not a series. That's a series. How many episodes of Nathan Barley are there? TV. Yeah. So? It was like a movie. Oh, and uh, season two is coming back. That's like saying okay. that the first Very season Very exciting. Okay. Love. Yeah. First season of Twin Peaks was... Shut up. ...a miniseries. <laughs> I, I actually, I had Little Oberon. Okay. I thought uh, Little Oberon was, was quite good. Yeah. Uh, my, my least favourite. But you see, essentially, that was a pilot. No, it was a telly movie. But essentially a pilot. No, it was a it was a telly movie. This is this is something that they do in in television quite a lot. When they're not so sure about how a show is going to perform, they'll do a special release pilot, which is what they did for Little Oberon. Uh, it's what they did for the Alice. Uh, the Alice. Uh, they do it for they do it for a lot of shows, both here and and in the US. Uh, not so much in England because they just you know have a lot more support. Uh, but yeah, it's more money. Or more money, at least in the BBC. Uh, the yep. uh, so they'll often do that. They'll do a telly movie, see how it plays, and then use that instead of the pilot. So this was a telly movie in place of a pilot. That's how that works. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, my least favorite, Blackjack, which I think in the first week of box cutters, I just cut down in flames. Was just terrible, and then had to apologise because you said something. Because I'd said else something wrong. Wrote it. Yes, yes. Uh, and Mary Bryant, I thought Mary Bryant was no good. You know, I've still got that to watch. Mm, don't bother. You're very behind with it's a lot so, of your so TV. Behind on some, yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of watching the whole of Mary Bryant at the very beginning, mm. uh, they show basically what happens in all of Mary Bryant as a teaser. For the show. Like Hill Street Blues used to. Kind of like Hill Street Blues used to. Although this shows it right up until the end. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I managed to get all of the story of Mary Bryant out in the first two minutes. And then uh, was free to watch whatever else I wanted. You could do the same, Brett. And then you'd have so much more time on your hands. Sweet. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, with this, scientists had developed these genetically engineered oh, locusts. locusts. Right, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And, and you know, and then an unrecognisable Lucy Lawless, who was the star oh. from Xena, but she looks completely different now. You you wouldn't recognise she blonde, her. yep, and she, short, no, <laughs> quite tall but very skinny. She can fly, yeah. Well, not in this. She couldn't. The locusts could though, right? Uh, well, in the Simpsons, she can. She was she was in charge of you know she was in charge of agriculture or something. And she found out that this scientist was uh, actually building these for the military, and the military came in and killed them all. 
but... Killed all the locusts? Tried to. Right. But then they cleverly tried to keep a few of them for themselves. Oh, like at the end of the blob. And a couple of them escaped, two or three of them escaped, and that two or three went and saved the other ones that the military had took and helped them escape. Oh, so this is clever locusts. Yeah. They went, I don't know how they found them. <laughs> They had compasses, clearly. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping that was orienteering a, equipment. <laughs> so I'm hoping that was a what did you call it? What kind of preview? Was uh, it? Uh, it's a, a, a telly movie in in lieu of uh, well, a that's, pilot. That's what I'm hoping this is, and they, they turn it into a series, even though all the locusts were dead by the end. <laughs> oh, or were they, Ross? No, they were dead. By or the were because. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we haven't even mentioned the 2600 or 4800 or whatever that terrible show was. 4400. The 4400. 26, 48, 44. They're my test lotto numbers for this week. That was a movie first. No, it was a telly movie. In or slash miniseries. Uh, well, I don't it know. Wasn't it, no, it, was a, it, was a, it was a movie first. It was a two-part TV movie first. Yes. Miniseries. Well, that's a miniseries. <laughs> when it's in two parts, no. it's a miniseries. No, it's a movie. <laughs> We're not doing this next year. <laughs> I was just thinking that. What, <laughs> box cutters or, <laughs> or just the best? No freaking poles. <laughs> yeah, no, no best or worst. Why no not? best. We should just we should just end in the series a week earlier because <laughs> clearly there's no news and nothing happens in this week of television. Are you kidding? Oh, how will people know what the best telling movie is? <laughs> Well, they've missed it. We can, <laughs> well, not necessarily. It might be a show. We can put it. We can put it all up on the website. We can have a poll on the website. Tune in next year. I'll be doing it by myself. <laughs> we haven't heard that one for a long time. The biggest disappointment of two thousand and five. <laughs> this the show. <laughs> The Athlete Game Show. Box Cutters final episode for 2005. <laughs> Biggest disappointment. <sighs> Let Loose Live. Could have not, been so good if they'd had a write That wasn't a disappointment. I wasn't looking forward to it. Athlete Game Show, I, was, I had big hopes for. <laughs> and uh, the fact that Last Man Standing was axed or not renewed. Well, yeah, I, I actually... Uh, I actually think that Australian drama as a whole was the biggest disappointment of the year. Except for The Surgeon. Even even the way yeah. that's been treated. Oh, the way it's been treated. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you look at what's... Uh, the Alice has gone, Last Man Standing gone, The Surgeon presumably has gone. Um, Blue Healers is floundering. Looks like it's gone. Uh, McLeod's Daughters is struggling. Oh, really? Um, and yet we have headline. And yet we have headline. And the only thing apart from... Well, the only thing that's really rating well is All Saints. And I'm dubious as to how much of that is influenced by the lead-in of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that's, that is that is interesting. I think, you know, John Howard definitely keeps people watching it because he's, he's a Has great he actor. Law? No, John Howard, the actor. Brett, we went through this earlier on the year when Marie was in. We were talking about it. There's, there's the Prime Minister of Australia. His name is Paul Keating. And then there's John Howard, the actor. There's that, um, there's that great uh, Simpsons quote 
from the Uncle Herb episode where... Uh, Unky Herb. Unky Herb, where, you know, Homer's saying, you know, people are afraid of new things. You should have just taken an old invention and put a clock in it. And um, I kind of think that's what Australian drama's like at the moment. Headland is just home and away with a clock in it. Um, <laughs> the Alice is just... I wish it had a clock counting down the how many minutes to the end of the episode. <laughs> the Alice is just the Alice, you know, a series instead of a miniseries. Uh, MDA... With, with a clock in it. With a clock in it. MDA was just MDA. Uh, in specials and yeah The Surgeon and Last Man Standing were the two things this year that were a bit different um, that, that and they failed miserably and you, you know why no clocks <laughs> but next year I hear that there's a, a Channel 7 uh, producing a drama which is about uh, people who had been on television uh, and they as all, contestants, and they all get together as contestants to uh, to dance against each other and have this huge dance off. Really? No, <laughs> no, I made that up. But I thought, you know what, Dancing with the Stars has been so successful. If someone made a drama about Dancing with the Stars, I reckon that would also be successful. That's what I'm saying. That's my prediction for 2006. Oh, shit. I've but, blown um, it. But I, I actually think the, the ABC is partly to blame for this. Uh, and you were mentioning Spicks and Specs earlier. And, you know, I think Spicks and Specs is as good as the next person. But the ABC just flooded their, their schedules with just these cheap, Studio-based shows. You've got Spicks and Specs, How the Quest Has Won, Einstein Factor, Beat the Chef, Vulture, Vulture, etc., etc. And I just think Beat that Beat the Chef. I haven't seen Beat the Chef. Uh, it, I think the name pretty much <laughs> sums it up. <laughs> but I, I just Get think a club and yep. <laughs> I just it, think it, they were going to call it Tenderize the Chef, but <laughs> didn't work as well. I, I kind of tend to think it's incumbent on the national broadcaster to actually broadcast some national drama. Well, maybe they should be given a budget. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I think I think they're doing the best with the five dollars that they have. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think interestingly, like I said earlier, I think uh, We Can Be Heroes is probably the best success story of the year. And uh, I think this is kind of the sort of thing where we should be uh, going for, you know, kind of small target, small target um, shows rather than, you know, we're never going to be able to compete with the scope or the budget of your CSIs or your, you know, anything like that. I think small, cheap things. And I think that's why it's a real shame that the surgeon didn't take off. Yeah, well, that's it, you know, because the one thing that doesn't cost very much money is writing good stories. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what we had with the surgeon. My biggest disappointment of the year was having talked up Channel 10's fantastic treatment of The Shield and how they were going to catch us up, and then they took it off four episodes before the end. Yeah, that is I, disappointing. You know, because they went straight from season three into season four. Season four was so good, had Glenn Close in it. We loved it. Uh, Aceveda, you know, bashing up prostitutes. It was great. It was a really great show. And, uh, and, <laughs> and then Channel 10 just went, nah. Have have you heard too? There's a bit of controversy this week uh, about Charmed. Apparently, they skipped three episodes of Charmed for, yes! for no apparent reason, for no good reason really? whatsoever. Yeah, and apparently they had uh, these episodes had Charisma Carpenter in okay. them, who was uh, she was in Buffy. Well, more oh, outrage okay. on the streets. Stacked actually started with episode two. Oh, really? Mm. But how how would that have worked? It just jumps into it, but. Surely episodes one setting up of her going in and 
to the bookshop. You would think so. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Oh. Well, the good news <laughs> is that Stacked is going to go straight through, uh, and in January we're going to start with Series 2 of Stacked. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, so we will be getting that. How, how long do you think Headline can last? 50 uh, episodes. Uh, it, <laughs> it will last... Well, so what, how many have they shot? <laughs> they've done 50 episodes. It will last up until Home and Away comes back. Yep. Do you think it's got any chance of going oh, past God, that? Oh, God, no. No one watches it. Apparently this week coming up, uh, yeah. as in next week's episodes, is fabled episodes 19, 20 and 21, which is supposedly where the producers and all of Channel 7 have been talking up, saying it really picks up in these next three episodes. Why not Jesus start it there? Christ. Why not just start it there? Oh, do you keep watching until episode <laughs> 19, 20 and 21. Oh, well, you know, good but luck like, to them. But what an admission of guilt. That is. <laughs> Look, we know, that the first, we know that the first half is shit, but then in the second half, a plague hits the headland. It gets really good, we promise. Mm. Yeah, oh. so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. They would love Headland to be there, uh, the next uh, Blue Healers or anything, because it costs about... Uh, it cost them about a third of what it costs to make. I think I read the figures. It was like it cost them $140,000 per episode. Uh, as opposed to, say, All Saints or Blue Healers, which are closer to 400000 per episode. Why don't they just pick up stingers? I don't, I don't know. Why didn't they just make uh, make more of um, Last Man Standing? Apparently, Headland now, at 7 o'clock, is rating about what head, uh, what Last Man Standing was rating when it was axed at 10.30 at night. So right. You'd, you'd think that if it's rating at 7 o'clock during non-ratings, you'd think that it should be able to pick up more people than that. So. Mm. I, well, you know, I'd like to see Last Man Standing get uh, uh, get a, a renewed life on DVD. I think I think that would be great. Uh, shall we? Uh, I think it is out on DVD. Oh, that'd be great. I haven't mm. I haven't seen it in the, in the stores, but I will look out for it. Let's uh, go to some predictions for next year. Uh, not quite. Not quite. Cut! That's the worst ah. coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible. I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. We've got a minute, thirty-five seconds left. Ah, it'll just have to go long this week. The audience, <laughs> the audience will be loving it so much. We can't do that. We've never done it before. <laughs> last last week we actually went to time, and I was so excited. <laughs> the, the, the yeah, last week we weren't having to deal with a crappy freaking poll. <laughs> They're hanging on everywhere. They're, they're at home making their own polls and, and sending them to and, then, a, and dancing around it. Sending them to our website as they're we writing speak. Angry emails right now. <laughs> they're not all angry. Trust me. <laughs> ah, this show ain't no good. <laughs> Hooray at boxcutters.net if you never want us to do another poll episode ever again. Crap TV for the year. Crap TV. There's been. A lot of instances of crap TV. Uh, I think uh, Channel 7 probably would get the crap TV award just for the whole headland debacle. Uh, We should make one up. We should and send it to them. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, interesting. I just think... (laughs) (laughs) For uh, for those who can't see, which is everybody who's not in this room, Brett's just picked up his... Oh, well, check out the video. There's no bloody video! (laughs) Check out the video link of uh, Box Cutters. It's just an old coffee cup that Brett had just drunk his coffee from. We're going to send that to Channel 7. Brett, you can send that to Channel 7 with your return address on it. For Supreme Crap TV. I think... I think uh, yeah. I'm taking a picture. You're taking a picture? Okay, you're going to pop it up on the, uh, on the website? Hell yeah. I, right. I thought the phone was plugged in so that you could turn it off. 
So I could turn the uh, the ringer off. Oh, oh that's not, oh, that's not what he said. Anyway, <laughs> so Channel Seven get the crap TV award. I think so, just for the whole headland debacle. But I think uh, no, last man standing. Last headland. So headland. Headland. Oh, think, oh, no, okay. no, no. I think because of the whole headland debacle, like we've said on this show many, many times, something of that crap quality should not have been put to air. Somebody at Channel Seven should have realised Brett can't hear us. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Brett had taken his uh, his cans off, and I hope you don't do that after we get through rehearsal. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just think that. Um, yeah, I think somebody at Channel Seven should have seen how shit um, Headland was, and shouldn't have put it to air. And but I'm not talking about the acting, and I'm not talking about the drama. I'm talking about just the look of it. Yeah, it it looks terrible. It looks terrible, and every week in the guide, in the green guide, there's more and more letters saying it looks like it costs about fifty cents to make, and you know that's true. They should have, you know, and it doesn't. It costs one hundred and forty thousand dollars to make. No, it costs a lot more than that. It's only they only pay that much because it's a co-production. Oh, with with whom? Channel Four in the UK. Really? Aren't mm. they in for a surprise? <laughs> Yep. So um, see, because I, I I thought Channel Ten should get it for what they did to the Shield, but I'm I'm particularly bitter about that. You are, you are, yeah. But I think uh, I think all the networks have had their had their moments. With they Crap they TV. have, but Channel Seven have had have had you know a significant number of them with Arrested Development and Scrubs, uh, with Last Man Standing, with Headland. Channel Ten's bringing up the rear though, with uh, coming up close behind, I should say, with uh, the Shield and now that uh, Charmed debacle. Yes. So. Hmm. So you know, good on them. Let let them let them fight it out. Yeah, let them fight that out. Predictions for two thousand and six. This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness. Box cutters, <laughs> stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Marie Cardi, best guest of two thousand and six. <laughs> She's my favourite. You didn't even have a favourite before, Brett. Yeah, I was just holding right. on until I was playing that. Remember, you, you you said you said I hated them all. I can't believe we even bothered sharing airtime. Have, have you have you bothered? Have you not been listening to the show? Brett waits a couple of segments later to make his. <laughs> he's, he's just coming up now. We've got his best extreme game show was <sighs> about half an hour after we're off air. He's going to say predictions. <laughs> He's going to SMS me his list <laughs> tomorrow morning. I have some predictions. <laughs> My ahead. prediction is that uh, the Upland Game Show will run <laughs> until Big Brother come, 2006 comes back and uh, gets okay. taken off. Uh, Lost and Desperate Housewives, uh, while they've been the salvation of Channel 7 this year, I predict they will leave viewers wanting more and someone will be back in second fiddle position where they're so oh, much more accustomed. That's interesting because I think the big battle of 2006 will be news and current affairs uh, and the Bert factor. And it'll be very interesting to watch to see whether Bert can take on deal or no deal which uh, and then lead into to the news and current affairs. And I think by about midway through next year, it'll be very interesting to see uh, I, there's a good argument that Channel 7 will be ahead in the ratings by that point and it'll be interesting just with the news and current affairs, uh, which which is happening in Sydney. And it'll be interesting yeah, but, It'll but, be but, interesting to see if that pays off with the rest of their schedule. But um, news and current affairs alone do not make a ratings-winning network. Oh, th- th- it helps a lot. 
It helps a lot because viewers just stick around. They do. They do. That Dancing with the Stars and All Saints. The it's, general it's Dancing pretty- with the Stars viewer probably can't operate the remote control <laughs> and stays on for All Saints. Uh, see, I've got, I've got uh, as far as my biggest battle for the for the year, for 2006, Ed Phillips is going to make it to his episode-based benchmark with yes. Temptation, and then Glenn Ridge is going to challenge him to a duel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I also think Burt's talents are going to waste an atrophy at Channel 9. Yeah, I, I predict so. Channel 9 will be disappointed they paid so much for someone to host a game show when they could have just grabbed John Deeks out of the voice booth and got him to sort out those feuding families. He did it. He did it previously. He did. He I was know. terrible. He's, he was terrible. He's just shocking. You know what he's, you know what he's, he's great at doing, though? What? Is those... Uh, those come cut- on down! <laughs> well, he's, he's got to come on down, but he's also, uh, he's, he's also great at... Uh, this week at Sandown. <laughs> he does those ads and, and they're great. The be there. Yeah. He's yeah. he's excellent at those. Is he really? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I predict that in 2006 we will see less and less of the credits. As, <laughs> can, as, can they get any smaller? As, as it gets chopped up into as it eight gets, segments yep, on the screen. As it gets chopped into even smaller and they uh, fill it with more and more promos and ads. And I predict a more pain with things being... Uh, everything being, you know, done for widescreen, as is the case now, and for those of us who aren't lucky enough to have widescreen, missing the edges off things. Uh, there's a whole new Channel 10 promo, you know, the what I like, what I like, what I like about you promo, which obviously been shot for widescreen, where just bits of words are missing and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. 99 bucks will solve that for you. Will it? Yeah, get a digital set-top box. You'll be laughing. It just shows it letterboxed. Yeah. Well, you know, you lose, you lose the sides on the credits on Lost. Yeah, that's true. You do. Yep. You do. Ninety nine bucks. You can buy them at the supermarket now. That wasn't that wasn't my prediction. My right. prediction wasn't I'm going to spend ninety nine bucks on the set top box. <laughs> my okay. prediction was that the networks are going to continue, even if that is the case. Many many people will still have the normal size screen, and many many people will continue to suffer. Even if I have a set top box, keep an eye <laughs> that's, out. That's true, Russ. <laughs> I hadn't taken that into account. <laughs> keep an eye out in 2006 uh, for something called Prison Break. I reckon it might be one of the hot new items of. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been doing very well in the states. I haven't, I haven't seen any of it, but uh, apparently it's fantastic. It's buzz. quite good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very interesting. And uh, my prediction for 2006 is that I'm going to be disillusioned but per- persevere with television as a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think there'll be increased crap TV um, with the smaller market due to downloads, gaming, the internet, and pay TV. And I think that uh, it'll be TV will get meaner and nastier amongst the free to air networks. And I think as a result, uh, shows will be shown less and less patience. And yeah, I think uh, I think there'll be much greater instances of crap TV of things coming on once and then getting caned and and all that kind of thing. The other prediction I had was uh, it'll be very interesting to watch Channel 10 over the next 12 months. Uh, they've been kind of like the cheap model station that the other stations are uh, looking at. You know, it's, it's young. Look how much money it makes. I think this year they've had a very bad year. Um, their ratings for Big Brother and Australian Idol were down. Uh, next year they don't have X Factor, which was a disaster for them. They're not showing American Idol. So basically they're going to have to revamp a lot of their programming and it will be interesting to see what happens. Well, that's, you know, that's fairly... That, all of my predictions were jokes for us. <laughs> uh, Star Dancers will lose its appeal. That's, I, actually, I actually believe that... I don't, know if, I don't know if that's a prediction or a hope, but I just think it's going to lose its appeal. I think people are going to go, what, another series of this? I've got to tell you, hot tip, 
Jennifer Hawkins. Who? What? Miss Universe. Ah. Miss Universe is going to be on Dancing with really? the Stars. She's next. hot. No, it's a hot tip. It's not necessarily going to happen, but that's, right. that's what I'm predicting. But she is hot. You see? You're going to watch it now. No. <laughs> no, but it's, I think I saw her on, uh, on The Apprentice with Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, standing next to Donald Trump. Yeah, it's funny, that because you'd think Miss Universe would be hideously ugly, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. But no, she's gorgeous. <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> I, that reminds me of something that, that, that racist guy on Speaking in Tongues said. Oh, the, best, best religious talk best show. Best religious talk show. Uh, when he said, how come you think so many of the uh, Miss Universe contestants from Venezuela are blonde-haired and blue-eyed? Yeah, that was very strange. What? What? What are you watching? You know, the other thing that he said that was odd, that lost in translation, was uh, was a film that supported uh, Japanese segregation of their society. I love Lost yeah. in Translation, but I've never got that uh, out of it. No, I never got that either. It's yeah, so I'm clearly a nutter. You can uh, mm. you can see that nutter on uh, the Speaking in Tongues. Uh, what's it called? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Are you guys done with your uh, predictions? I'm done with this I have one show. more. <laughs> yeah? I predict around about Christmas next year we'll be hearing something like this. Get back to five days! One quarter of a million dollars! Half repossessed! Star Wars Raven says merchandise! Will be despised not direct to the public! Star Wars, Cinderella and Batman! The Incredible Hulk! American Chopper! It's Walt Disney! 64 Make 95! Make it stop! No tomorrow! Make it stop! No! I will stab you. I will stab you in the eye if he continues. It's not, <laughs> it's just, not quite just, the longest uh, box cutters ever, but it's close. Just you'll stab him in the eye if he continues on the show. No, or if, 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 that the guy, ads, if that guy continues. If the ads continue. No, just if that guy continues on, I, this, on this show. I'd be watching out, Brett, because oh. those ads are going to be on for at least another week. And <laughs> you, don't, just, you, keep wearing, you keep wearing your protective goggles. <laughs> don't be inviting Josh around for, <laughs> for tea and cake. That's... Um, <laughs> That's box cutters for 2005. Yeah, I can't believe it's been a whole year already. I know. It feels like only 16 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be back in a few weeks. How many weeks are taking off? Three. Three weeks, I believe. Let's, let's come back after my birthday. Okay. That sounds good. That's on the 7th, so that'll make it uh, blah, 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 six, Sometime after the 7th. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's really? Yeah, sounds it's good. about three weeks we're taking off. Oh, and uh, keep an ear out because uh, there might be like a little Thursday one hour slot for us. Oh, interesting. Oh, so maybe we're not taking. No, no, later. After my birthday. Oh, after your birthday. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, listen listen yeah. to that. Keep checking out uh, hey, box. happy birthday to Brad, by the way. <sighs> I just wanted to say that because I know he listens. Keep checking. <laughs> Hi, <box>. Lyndall. <laughs> Hi, Rob. <laughs> Keep checking and me. Where's our bloody logo? Keep checking <laughs> boxcutters.net. We've just defended our three <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Keep checking nobody's, boxcutters. Nobody's spoken about Kerry yet. Oh, hi, Kerry. She's got girly curves. She told us this week. Ah. Okay. Well, well, there's a there's a New Year's party going on, and you guys should come along. And and Kerry, you know where it's at. Keep checking. <laughs> keep checking boxcutters.net. We'll uh, we'll put stuff up there throughout the break, little bits of news and uh, things lists. that we don't buy. Some lists, maybe. <laughs> the uh, the best religious extreme shows. 
<laughs> if we're that off, involves popular science. If, if we're off air for three weeks, maybe we should do our best of the time we're off when we come back. <sighs> we should have a special show of all the. the oh no, it's been done. If you've been wanting to turn off this episode up until now, feel free. This is the end. Oh, what were the quiz answers? Oh, the, uh, the there wasn't a quiz last week. <laughs> <sighs> Until <laughs> next year. My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Oh my god, we ran out of outro. <laughs> That's just let's, ridiculous. Let's go through that again. Until next year. I'm Josh Canal. Thank you for enduring. This has been Ross McQueen. <laughs> I have been and continue to be Brett Cropley. Catch us again in four weeks' time, three weeks' time, whatever it is. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey. Let's be careful out there. Especially on the roads at Christmas! (laughs) I've got lots of...